The things that we have in our heart that we think are impossible are often just milestones waiting to get accomplished if you can push those limits. Listen, everything was impossible until someone did it, so you can either hang around people that tell you it can be done, or hang around people that inspire possibilities. Welcome to the Path to Unlimited, weekly interviews with entrepreneurs, athletes, artists, those that inspire possibilities. And I'm your host, Julian Marion. Welcome to the Path to Unlimited. This is Julian, and uh, today I have someone that I've been wanting to have on the show for a while. Um, it is Tanya Hoffman. Tanya, welcome to the Path to Unlimited. Yay! Thanks for having me. <laughs> so Tanya is the CEO and founder of the Public Speakers Association. We've actually met at a networking event um, a little while ago where I was still working I don't say full-time, working in corporate job, right? When you say full-time, people are like, so you're not working full-time anymore? So I work in a corporate job, and uh, I was just amazed with her story. And um, the Public Speakers Association is really about helping speakers make money with, you know, their gift that they were given. Because sometimes it is challenging as a speaker to, to be able to go out, get connections, make money speaking. And a lot of the speakers that have amazing stories don't have always the opportunity to to uh, you know, to speak. So Tanya really created this Public Speakers Association to help speakers get out, get connected, learn, practice, and collaborate and grow. You know, in writing books together, programs together, and um, there's a lot of people raving about you know just the Public Speakers Association. And the cool thing about it is she has only two rules, right? How many groups you have that have like 20 million rules? Only two. Only nice people and imperfect people, please. Yay. That's it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. Well, Tanya, welcome again. So is there anything else? Like, let's say if somebody meets you at a networking event, like, and they say, hey, so my name is, so what do you do, Tanya? Oh, it's so much fun because I really go out there and make other people's dreams come true by letting them go out and change other people's lives. So it's like this huge ripple effect that... I think it's like finally this positive change that's happening in this world with all this negativity. Let's get out of that part of it and let's get into something fabulous where we're all helping each other. That is awesome. And I totally believe in in what you're saying. You know, especially with like Success Magazine, he talks about Darren Hardy, how you have all this crap, you know, pushed back by the media to people that this is really what they believe the world is all about versus all the amazing stories of people that have fought cancers, that have, you know, helped like, you know, villages, you know, just have schools and stuff, but you don't hear all those stories because it doesn't bring that much attention. Yes. <laughs> so, so being able to be on the good people's side <laughs> is, uh, is refreshing. So Tanya, tell us a little bit about um, you and your business. Well, you know, I really, just like the, I just said, it's about that ripple effect. And what I found when I started meeting people, because when I was growing up, it was very dark and there was a lot of really bad people around. And I thought, you know, well, is there really good people? And as I got out of my fears of meeting new people and strangers, I started realizing how really amazing they are and how really helpful that most people are. And I was like, you know, other people need to see not just that they can go out and create change, but they really have a duty to go do that. You know, we're all put on, I believe we're all put on this world to help someone go further, move a little faster. And with that, it turns in, translates into helping ourselves. 
And so when I created the Public Speakers Association, it was really along those, you know, kind of platform so that people can find out about speaking opportunities. I create a lot of marketing of opportunities. So if someone has a business or a message that can go out and really transform somebody's business or their life or their family, now there's a way for them to do that. And guess what? Also make money. So that's always a positive. <laughs> that, yeah, that is always good to make money doing what you love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially when you get to be hanging around really awesome, nice people. <laughs> that, 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 that is true. And a lot of those speakers are pretty awesome people. Um, you know, really with the, it's almost like podcasters, right? Like they, their story and, and their message, you know, is, is amazing. Like they really want to go out and change lives. And it's not just, you know, money is not the number one reason they got into it. You know, yeah. matter of fact, like b- before podcasting started really becoming something where you can make a living from, the one doing podcasting was just like, hey, I, I have a message I want to share or I want to bring other people's message and share them. You know, so I think at the, at the core, it's, it's positive. So I believe that we all, ha- all have like either a mantra or a, a quote or a motivational quote, something that kind of refocuses us like every time or when tough time happens. So do you have one that you can live by? Yeah, I've, well, there's one. I'm not a big quote person, but this one kind of hit me like square between the eyes in, when I was 38. So this was 2005, and I saw this quote, and it, and it really did start moving me. And it's life is not about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. And at that point in my life, I'm like, oh, my gosh, all I had to do is stop trying to find who I needed to be and actually create who I would like to be. And it was like one of those kind of doing on the top of the head (laughs) that said, "Okay, Tanya, who do you want to be? Because you can be somebody. You should be somebody. And you're doing a disservice to this world by not going out there and helping people. And it kind of started really making me um, get out of my own way. Cool. That is that is really good. Um, so, what what gets you up in the morning now? Oh, getting to meet and talk to fabulous people like you. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear people's stories and and what they know. You know, it's incredible because I started realizing there is no way that I can live somebody else's life. So every person brings a uniqueness to the conversation because they have different experiences and different needs and wants and desires and connections. And that's really the exciting part about um, being a speaker and especially for what I do, I get to go meet, you know, five people, a hundred people, a thousand people and get to know them. It's, it's so exciting. So, you know, with, with the kind of industry that you're in, I would suspect that you do have sometimes some crazy hours. So are you an early bird or a night owl? And why? I'm whatever is required. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to create a new name for like an early bird that is an owl. <laughs> yeah, we just don't go to sleep. <laughs> awesome. So do you have like a mental checklist that you do every morning that kind of just like helps you just, you know, stay on track with who you are and, you know, what you want to accomplish? Well, I've got a, um, uh, I make my own calendar book and okay. in there it tells me what in the world am I doing today? <laughs> <laughs> so every day I look and say, okay, you know, at the beginning of the week, you know, like on Sunday, I kind of look and see what's going on the whole week, but you know, just in case I forgot to book a flight or something, <laughs> but a lot of times it's just, you know, waking up that morning and going, oh my gosh, let's see what's going to happen today. And it's just, 
it's so exciting. I mean, you know, just like this morning, I'm like, yay, I get to be on Julian's show today. And who knows who's going to hear this and who's going to go, oh my gosh, I've got to be amazing too. I can be whoever I want to be. You know, that's, it's so, it's so powerful to me. All right. So limitations in life, you know, what is your perspective and view on that? Well, I know that I had to get out of my own way and I had so many limitations. I was an incredible introvert. And if you had told me 10 years ago, I was going to be an international speaker, you're, I'd be like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I spoke was in front of five lovely ladies who all loved me. I was shaking <laughs> and shivering and sweating. Oh, it's awful. And I started looking at what was I doing to keep myself from being the best that I could be. So I started a rule or a goal, and it's the same goal every year, which most people are like, well, that's a sucky goal if you never quite get there. <laughs> but it's to look back at myself the year before and not recognize myself. And if you can create that much momentum for yourself and you have pushed yourself that hard to try to do things that are challenging, that gets you frustrated, that, you know, makes you your stomach go, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Then you know by the end of the year, you're going to look back and go, oh, remember when I was scared of doing Skype? I mean, I remember the first time I did Skype even, you know, I'm like, and then I did it. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was just a phone call. I mean, you know, you kind of yeah. have all these silly fears that get in your way. And I totally get why I was that way. You know, I had a really harsh upbringing. Um, I didn't know there were good guys in this world until I met my husband when we were in college. And I had cancer. I was robbed and tied up when I was six months pregnant. So I get why I felt like it was safer to not engage. Mm -hmm. But then I realized how much of my life I was losing by not engaging. And then I got really sad about it, right? Because I'm like, wow, I have kind of missed 38 years of developing somebody that I actually like. I really like myself now. And I'm really, really looking forward to my future. And I can't say that 10 years ago. So I want that for each person that I meet. Okay. So, you know, so you had, you know, those, those self-imposed limitations. How did you really kind of just conquer those? It was not easy. <laughs> and a lot of people just want the magic pill. And I really don't think there's a magic pill um, to get over my speaking issues yeah. of fear and trembling and all of those things is I made myself go do it again and again and again. And I remember it was about a year um, and a half or so after I started doing any speaking. And I remember going into an event and I wasn't trembling anymore. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not shaking. <laughs> and it was just like this moment of relief. And you just have to keep doing it. You know, if you're afraid of something, it's like I just started um, my TV show. I just moved from radio to, to YouTube to now Blab. And it's live broadcasting. And the first time I did it, it was awful. You know, mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out how to, what to do, where to go, how to start it, you know. But now... Because I've done it, you know, 30 times or so. Now it's like a breeze. I know exactly what to do. So you have to get through that first, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? And just keep doing it until I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember when I couldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't figure that out. <laughs> so how I, I recently discovered uh, Blab, 
you know, from uh, a friend of mine, Evan Carmichael. Um, yeah. He has a YouTube channel um, called Evan Carmichael Believe, all about entrepreneurs. Nice. Um, so he, he invited me on there, you know, on Blab. So tell, tell for people that are listening that don't really know what Blab is, what Blab is. So the, the newest thing to market yourself is called live broadcasting. And there's several different platforms. There's Periscope, there's Meerkat, there's a new one called Beamy, and those are all done with your phone. So it's you punch it on, you start a show, and you're just talking. And it's very much a monologue. So you're just kind of talking into your phone, and people are listening live, whoever kind of finds out about it, and it kind of tells them <laughs> that you're on live, yeah. can listen in. And it's a little bit of interaction, but not a lot. So I was doing Periscope for quite a bit, and I found out about Blab. So Blab is on your computer. You can use your phone, but I would not suggest it. It pulls a lot of resources. So get on your computer, download it. It's Blab, B-L-A-B dot I-M, so not dot com, so I-M, like instant message. Mm -hmm. And it's an entire platform that you start your own show and you have to have at least two people talking. So you and somebody else, and you can get up to four people total. And so suddenly you're having these great conversations and you've got a live viewing audience. So people can jump in anytime, they can leave anytime, they can message you, you can post all kinds of stuff. And then you get these great links to the event. You post it through Twitter, Facebook. It's brilliant. Um, and I've got closed business from it immediately. Wow. So I'm like, okay, I'm switching everything up. <laughs> we on. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. So, okay. And you'll have to come on my show. There we go. Yes, excited. Excited to do that. We did a blab, like I said, uh, last week. And I was like, what is this? This is awesome. I can And I met, you know, I'm born in Africa, raised in Belgium as well. And, and I met a guy from Europe. And we started having a little conversation there, you know, uh, pre-interview. So, I was like, man, this is pretty cool. So yeah. it, was, it was awesome. All right, so we kind of talk about the, the self-imposed limitations. Um, you know, I believe that we have self-imposed limitations, but also those that other people are trying to impose on us, right? Mm -hmm. So can you give us like a time where somebody trying to impose limitations on you and what did you do? What step did you take to kind of, you know, conquer those? Yeah, there's always going to be someone that says you're crazy. I can't believe you're doing that. It doesn't make any sense. There's no way you're going to make any money. I mean, it's just like, blah, blah, blah. You know, and <laughs> you have to stop listening to all of that. You have to stop listening to anyone who's negative. And that's why I started my rule, right? You mm -hmm. have to be nice. So as soon as someone breaks the rule, I don't care what they're really saying. Now I have value, um, you know, mentors and coaches that I value what they suggest for me. So that is something different. But if you're getting a random person that emails you and they're like, you know, what you're doing, it's awful. You shouldn't be doing it. I mean, why are you listening? Um, and, and I think that's really hard, especially for women. I think it's really hard because we really want people to like us mm. and we really want to make everyone happy. And that was always my catcher. I would always, you know, focus on the negative person in the room that was sitting there not agreeing with me and, and had a, you know, all screwed up face. And it was like, uh, I was like, why am I focusing on that person instead <laughs> of this other person that brilliantly loves me and is all excited and wants to buy from me. And, you know, I could change their life. Why am I focusing on the positive? And so that was the biggest change for me is that light bulb moment when I realized that about 
10 to 25% of the people, so say if you're a speaker, you come into the room, about 10 to 25% of the people aren't going to like you. So if you go to a networking group, if you go any place, you know, and you talk to random strangers, that's about the percentage that just doesn't like you. They don't like what you're saying. They don't like your hair, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, you know, you just have to let those people go. And then focus on the other 25% that immediately wants to buy, that loves you, that wants to connect, who wants to do things with you. And then the other 50% that's left over, you put them into your database, you put them into your newsletters, you put them into social media so that you can continue the conversation until they decide if they're in the bottom half or in the top half. And you've got to be okay. And I never want anyone to ever look at their newsletter email system and look at who opts out. Yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with you. So stop doing that. It doesn't matter. Focus on the positive and not the negative. So fear, right? I oh, yeah. know, especially in, in, in public speaking, it is, it is, it is real. <laughs> it's it is totally there. real. It is real. So give us a time when you were fearful, but did it anyway. Like, and what, what was the result? Oh, yeah. From the very get-go, it was this, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, who's going to say something ugly? And I've never been a really quick comeback type of person. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the suggestions I would give you, if you're afraid of a heckler, Realize that it's very rare that anyone will say something negative during your presentation because you're the expert and you're there. Everyone's listening to you. And most people don't like to stand out like that anyways. I always start off my presentations with, okay, here's my rules. You have to be nice and no perfect people. So that way, if I mess up, then, well, I told you I wasn't going to be perfect. And then <laughs> if someone yeah. says something ugly, well, guess what? You know, they broke my rules. So you can use those rules mm -hmm. on your own. Um, you're more than welcome to steal my rules. Um, but you've got to continue to do it. And that's how you get through those fears because you start realizing it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've got something in your teeth. Nobody cares. And this is the problem that most people have with speaking anyways, is they think it's about them. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do everything with what are you giving that audience? Because the thing that caught me that I got super excited about is those moments from the get-go. I mean, even when I was shaking and I was horrible on stage, you could see when you said something that changed somebody's life and that light bulb went on in their head, when the person came up afterwards and like crying because you said something or you did something that affected them. And you can never take that away from me that I was able to help somebody that day. And boy, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, you, you, you get these like super energy shots, you know, when mm -hmm. something like that happens and it happens all the time. And it's so exciting when it does. All right. So action plan, right? Like what, what action plan would you give someone that, um, you know, wants to get into public speaking, right, yeah. but is stuck and limiting themselves or allowing other people to limit them? Like what kind of action plan would you give them? What I would suggest is connections because connections usually force you to do something. So get connected to Julian. If you're just listening to this podcast and you've never actually talked to him, guess what? We actually have voices and we have phones and we have emails <laughs> and we have social media and instant message. So 
connect with people, connect with me, right? You start building a connection base of people that you can reach out to. And those are the people that will create opportunities. And then you always say yes. So if, someone, if Julia was like, oh, you want to come on my show? The answer is yes. So whenever somebody gives you an opportunity, it's always a positive, unless it makes you feel, you know, like they're, you know, sometimes we have to listen to our gut, you know, and mm-hmm. our gut saying, don't do it, you know. So you, you got to listen to yourself. But on the most part, take the opportunity because that will force you to do something. I'm the type of person that I put myself in situations um, to force myself to do it. So say with Blab. Um, in order to start blab, blabbing, <laughs> I, um, I just scheduled the show and okay. I forced myself to schedule it in on my calendar. And then I posted it on social media. So everyone knew it. So I couldn't back out. <laughs> yeah, <they> knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got to create um, opportunities. A lot of people join the public speakers association for that because we've got like our virtual mm-hmm. summits. They're teleconferences. You get on the phone, you talk for 25 minutes, you give a great legion at the end, you know, contact me for more information, you know, that kind of thing. And it forces people to do their very first presentation and get it over the way. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, you know, people always ask me, who is my favorite speaker I've ever listened, you know, ever heard. And it was one of my members and it was the very first time she's ever done a presentation. And she got on the virtual summit and she started and she said a couple sentences and she started hyperventilating. And then she would, okay. okay. And she would take a moment and she'd get a drink and then she would go, okay. And she would start again and she'd be okay for a couple more sentences. And then she would hyperventilate all over again. And she would be like, okay, okay. You know, and she did that for 25 minutes. I mean, we were all worn out. And what was amazing is usually, an audience would just drop off a call like that. Uh But I think people were like, well, let's see where this train wreck is going to go. Right. (laughs) So they stayed on. And afterwards, everyone was cheering her and she goes, I did it. I got through it. She was so excited. And the next month she did it again. And she only hyperventilated once right at the beginning. And then she was fine. And then the next month she never has hyperventilated again. That is success that is movement that is creating opportunities for yourself all right so how how does someone makes money you know speaking so you have to develop a business for you to sell through so public speaking is a marketing tool for your business so say if you're you know wanting to speak about you know twitter then you need to create something for people to buy into at the end. Um, whatever your platform is, you have to get people to follow you more because in 30 minutes or an hour on stage, there's no way you can change people's life forever. Mm-hmm. So they must go further with you. And that is a sell. They have to buy into something further so that you can continue to help them. And that is where it breaks down a lot of times because people go, they speak, and then they walk away, and those people are left hanging. So you're really doing a disservice to all those people that just heard you because you you have not changed their life long term. So you have to develop something. So even if it's about, you know, breast cancer or whatever, whatever it is, there is something that you need to give them 
you know, it could be, you know, goal setting or positive attitude or helping people through affirmations, mm -hmm. whatever. You're something that you can continue to help those people and that continues to help them change their life. Awesome. So you see a lot of um, <clears throat> speaker because, you know, nowadays with with Facebook and Facebook groups. So you see a lot of speakers kind of just have uh, that conversation continue, for example, like on Facebook groups and such. You see that happening a lot. Yeah, there's, you know, it's so great nowadays. I used to own retail stores in Houston for seven years. And when we had physical retail stores, we didn't have the Internet back in. So we had there was really no way to market ourselves beyond the yellow pages mm -hmm. and, you know, newspapers. Now everything is pretty much free. So there is the opportunity for you to be an entrepreneur in today's market to use Facebook, use social media, use all these live broadcastings. You know, you use what we've got developed out there and they're continually adding something new, which is incredibly exciting. So it is an opportune moment for people to jump in and help people beyond that first presentation. All right. So what, what do you believe is like one quality that you have that's kind of responsible for where you are today? Right. Because you I mean, you are, in a, you know, in a leadership position within the, the you know, an industry that, that has been known to be a male dominated kind of industry. Right. Speaking. Yeah. And you are there in a position where you're actually leading, you know, a little tribe, you know. So what do you believe is like a quality that kind of makes you who you are now able to lead people in this industry? I think it's um, if I look back, even through my childhood, I've always loved diversity. Mm -hmm. You know, getting to meet people of all ages, ethnicities, everything you can imagine. It's just always been really exciting to find out, you know, what do you mean you don't do that? Or wow, you do that. I mean, it's just it's just incredible to me. So and when I started getting into the speaking world, I found out that, you know, if you were weren't 60 year old white guy, you were going to have a hard time getting into speaking. I'm like, well, why is that? You mm -hmm. know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, let's change that world. And then I didn't understand the speaking industry, you know, even five years ago. So myself and my friends started this kind of um, wave of change in the speaking world. And that's why I started the Public Speaker Association, because I saw too much elitism, um, too many people saying you can't do that. Oh, that's a new person. They can't become a speaker. And I'm like, no, they have an incredible voice. They have an incredible message. They have to be a speaker. And so that's one thing that gets my button pushed really quickly is for people to discount somebody for whatever reason. Um, and I think that's kind of that unique quality that I always bring is I'm kind of like the underdog, you know, uh, I, I love helping the underdogs because realistically they're not any different mm -hmm. than all the celebrities that i meet you know that that's true i love the you know steve job when he talks about like he once you realize that the world that you live in was created by people just like you and i they're not any smarter then i think there's a huge shift that you can create a business that people are going to go to you can create a product that people are going to use you can create something like blab <laughs> that, yeah. right like you, you don't have to be this super intelligent smart person you can do it and you will learn. So what is one book that you would recommend, you know, someone listening that's like, you know what, I'll, I would like to give this little, you know, speaking a try. So what, what book would you recommend them? 
Oh, book. Um, well, I've got, you know, six. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll make sure to have those, you know, on, uh, on your show notes page. <laughs> yeah, you know, start looking at what works for people, you know, and become a quick study. And, you know, so if you find somebody, I don't particularly like reading books okay. because it doesn't get down to the real information quick enough for me. <laughs> so if I find a book that people are like, Oh, you need to read this. I'll just call up the author and say, okay, give me the skinny on it. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, you can do that with almost everybody. Um, you can contact anybody. Everyone has a phone. Everyone has an email address. Everyone has social media. You can contact anybody. Uh, literally, <laughs> that, you know, and, and I remember, like you know, Steve Jobs talked about like how when he was younger, he actually contacted. I think it was um, uh, Dale, right, Mister Dale, right. He just found him in, the, in a, you know, he didn't find him in a yeah. book. He just called his name, and even him wasn't impressed that this young kid just called me up, you know, and I'm the CEO of this big, you know, company. But he's like, yeah, most people don't do that. Like they don't reach out to people that they're like, oh my gosh, this is the guy that I saw like on TV. But yeah, but the guy is on LinkedIn. He's on Facebook. You can reach out to him, get his phone number, and just talk to him, yeah. you know, and just limiting themselves, say like, you know, why would he talk to me? I know. Back in 2006, I had an AM radio station. It was kind of my forte into, you know, getting myself really out yeah. there, and um, which was hilarious. At the, and I look back at it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's so crazy. But I would just reach out to people and it was political season. So I started reaching out to all the politicians and asking them to be on my show, mm -hmm. which is a reason that you have some type of show, you know, internet radio, blab, you know, you got something going on. Yeah. You can interview anyone because they all need marketing. They all need to get their message out there. They all need to be heard. So it's great. It's a great leveraging opportunity, by the way. Um, but yeah, you could reach out to anybody. I'd just, you know, hey, Hillary Clinton, you know, hey, you know, I mean, I was just calling everybody. <laughs> like, and some people were like, oh, you know, the timing didn't work and mm -hmm. they couldn't be on. But other people, I'm like, I had them come in. I had them fly in. I had, you know, it was incredible. <laughs> so do you have a resource that you use that kind of allows you to kind of be like everywhere at the same time almost? Like what is the resource that you would say makes you quote unquote like unlimited? Oh, it's called the internet. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right, so winding down. Um, so if you were unlimited, could not fail, right, what would you do in the next seven days? So you only have a week of this, like, unlimited power. What would you do? Uh, unlimited power. Wow. Right, you can't I fail. Would, something that I'm not doing. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you know, that is such a great question because – if I want to do something, I just go and do it now. You know, I, it would have been a different answer 10 years ago because then it'd be like, oh, I really want to, you know, be able to stand in front of people or whatever. <laughs> and for me, like I'm working on an Asian tour right now, which is totally scary for me, but I'm really pushing myself to do it. And so anytime I want to do something, I just go do it because we do all have unlimited power in us. We all do, and we have to start tapping into it. And, and that's what I expected from you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tina, so towards the end, so what is, you know, um, kind of one party piece of guidance that you can give us, the best way we can support you, and, and if people want to reach out, you know, how can they do so? I want you each to go out and start changing the world by changing yourself, transform yourself into who you want to be, the kind of person you want to be and the environment that you want to have. There is no reason you can't be super happy 
So I want you to do that. Be happy with yourself. We only have this one life. And I would love to connect with you. So get in touch with me. I'm all over social media. I've got my own website. Um, and it's Tanya with an O, T-O-N-Y-A. And then Hoffman. Okay, my husband's family doesn't know how to spell Hoffman right. So it's H-O-F, like Frank, just one of them, M-A-N-N, so Nancy Nancy. And you can find me on everything. And then you can check out the association by going to public speakers with an S association all spelled out dot com bam there we go that was easy <laughs> <laughs> and we'll make sure to have all those links uh guys on the show notes page so if you go on tptunlimited.com and you can search tanya or public speakers and you'll be able to get all the show notes with the links that uh, she talked about tanya thank you so much for being our guide on this path to unlimited we really do appreciate your time and we'll talk to you later Yay! Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Make sure to let us know at tptunlimited.com who else you would like us to interview and see how they conquered their own limitations and those that other people tried to impose on them. And um, as always, wherever you're listening to this, uh, make sure to review us. If it's on iTunes, make sure to leave a review and rate. And that really helps our message being shared with the world. And also on Stitcher Radio. In life, you either put limitations on yourself or allow others to limit you. Accept compliments from everyone, limitations from no one. See you next week on this Path to Unlimited. Love you guys. Bye.